The Open Source Creative Podcast, Episode 18, Blender Conference. I'm back. This is the Open Source Creative Podcast, a podcast where I ramble on about creativity, process, and open source software during my work commute. I'm Jason Van Gumster, your host and driver. <laughs> it's It's been way too long, like like a year and a half, way too long. So much has happened since the last episode. I'm I'm actually going to need an entire episode to cover all of it. This, however, is not that episode. Well, this episode is something that would be Halloween for those of us who are keeping track. And this is on my walk back to Amsterdam Central Station on my way to the train station, which was on my way to the airport back home, blah, blah, blah. This is a, therefore, it's a, it's a walk and talk episode rather than my typical driving style of show. So I apologize in advance for the audio quality. My mic picked up quite a bit of background sound from my walk through early morning Amsterdam. And I actually, actually, I'd really be interested in knowing what you guys think about these walking types of episodes. I do tend to walk around quite a bit, though actually not, not at the moment. I, I broke my foot a couple days ago. So it'll be a couple of weeks before I'm walking any real dis- distances again. But 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 once I'm healed, maybe a periodic walking show would be worth an addition in the rotation. And whatever, just let me know. Anyhow, in this episode, I talk about the Blender Conference, obviously, the direction of Blender development, and of course a wee little bit about the stuff I'm seeing as I walk around, talking to myself like a crazy person. Also, tonight is election night in the U.S. And that's all I'm going to say about that. We're going to hope that this podcast episode is a welcome distraction from the horrible train wreck that that show is. All right. On with the show. Oh, we're going to toast marshmallows, are we? Could be. Better. <laughs> All right, so I'm recording. Oh, I miss doing this. Hi, this is the Open Source Daily Creative, back from a long, long hiatus. And I'm Jason Van Gumster, your host and driver. Only today, whoop, tripping. <laughs> Only today, I'm not driving. I am walking. This is me walking through downtown Amsterdam at 6 a.m., give or take. I had a flight in about four and a half hours, so I gotta walk my way over to Central Station and then uh, get the train, get up from the train, get to the plane, get in the plane, get to home, get on another train, (laughs) and then, you know, either hitchhike or Uber my, my ass over back to my house. So, it's been way too long since I've recorded one of these. And, uh, yeah, what better than we to start back than to walk around like a crazy man talking to myself in downtown Amsterdam at dark-ass morning in the hour. And I'm not sure how much of this audio is actually going to be usable or picked up as I talk here, because I'm used to driving in my car, which is mostly soundproof. Uh, this is, oh, there's a car horn. We'll see how much of this picks up on the microphone. I might be talking too soft, because, you know, I don't necessarily 
want to sound like a crazy person walking around in, in the dark in a city here. Not that Amsterdam is bad for that sort of thing. It's actually a pretty quiet town. You notice that it's yeah, pretty quiet. This is, as I record this, by the way, this is uh, October 31st, 2016. It's been nearly a year and a half <laughs> since my last posted episode of the Open Source Daily Podcast, or Open Source Daily, the Open Source Creative Podcast. I'll get to the daily thing later on. Maybe not even this show. It might be on the next show just where I talk a bit about what I've been doing since my last podcast. But with this podcast, this episode is specifically... Oh, by the way, if I get sound like I'm winded, I, I am carrying all of my luggage with me. And, uh... <laughs> I mean, Amsterdam is mostly flat, so it's not that big of a deal. But... You know, I'm walking. I'm exerting myself. Um, I'm mostly in shape. <laughs> but, but, you know, we'll see. Anyhow. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I can cover what I've been doing in the last year and a half in another episode. Because this episode is... Ooh, echoey. <laughs> walking through overpasses and underpasses. Good times. Did I mention there's construction going on right now? Oh, I'm rambling. Somebody mentioned. So, all right. Yeah, I've been... Ooh, echo. I'm way too easily distracted this early in the morning. I, I have been conferencing all week. I've been doing the conference thing. And first I was at All Things Open in Raleigh, North Carolina. And then immediately after that I hopped on a plane and drag my happy, happy ass on over to Amsterdam for the Blender Conference, which is why I am here. Let's see, let's go this way. And uh, so I want to talk about the Blender Conference. I want to talk about the Blender community, and I want to talk about um, all the exciting things that have been going on on that front in the last, well, at least the last year and a half, that I haven't been writing on opensource.com. Like I said, I, I've been writing on opensource.com. If you haven't been following me, that's, uh, I've been putting a number of posts there, at least one a month, give or take. And uh, yeah, 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 there's, there's some fun stuff going on there, but where am I? Okay, so. Um, back to this, the Blender, Blender Conference. If you've never, you know, it doesn't matter if you're doing the creative thing or not, though it's, it's nicer if you are. If you've never been to the Blender Conference, well, this, all right, let's, let's, let's say that you're listening to this podcast and you're at the very least interested in being an open source creative or at least knowing about open source creative people who use open source tools for creative work. The Blender Conference, in my personal opinion, is, is a special thing. The Blender community is a very special thing. I can talk about that. Maybe I need the podcast, I can talk to it. Well, it depends on how long this walk's gonna be. This could be a very rambly thing. I walk at the pace of Mosey, <laughs> not nearly as fast as I drive, and I like to take my time when I walk. So this might be a, a relatively long podcast. However, I, uh, I think I only have a, an hour left of recording space on my recorder. That's also, <laughs> it's, it's a race right now. I have an hour of space on the card to my recorder. And on top of that, hold a second. 
dragging bottles of beer. Yeah. Everybody's cleaning up right now from what's going on. I'm walking through the Leidseplein, which is uh, you know, kind of a touristy section of Amsterdam, but it's right near the Bali, which is where the Blender Conference was. I'm wearing a mostly directional mic, so it's, this little lavalier mic should pick up what I'm saying, but who knows, maybe it won't. Now, back to the Blender Conference. So there's a lot of exciting things that have happened at the Blender Conference, and if you're, if you're at all interested in um, open source creatives or, or being an open source creative, uh, it's a conference that's not to miss because it's hard, it's, 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 you know, it's the Blender conference. So, I mean, obviously we're talking a lot about Blender and those sort of things, but we're also talking about, I mean, it, it, the, the whole realm and world of, of open source and, and the, this, this particular use of open source software that is creative work is, is covered at Blender Conference. And, and not just creative work. I mean, Blender gets used for all sorts of things. That, I mean, one of my favorite things about the conference is I get to show up and either in conversation with people or in uh, seeing their presentations, you know, I say, you use, use Blender for that? For all sorts, and so, and I'll get into that when I start talking about some of the talks that I get to sit in and some of the conversations I got to have. Um, but yeah, the short version is if you're, if you're, if you're into computer graphics or creating content, I would, I would go so far as to say not just gra computer graphics, but you see people who do audio production, you see, you see researchers, you see all sorts of things on that front. Um, that clickety clack you're hearing, if you're hearing it, is uh, somebody else who's, I guess, walking to the train station too, but they have a pole along bag. And it clicks and clacks across the cobblestone streets here. And um, yeah, so I don't know who sounds like <laughs> a regular clickety clack to the cobblestone, or we've got my dumbass talking to myself. Well, like I said, this will be an interesting edit. So, where was I? All right. So, the the Blender Conference this year, 2016. There's been a lot of really cool developments in the Blender community and in Blender at large. One of the biggest things I think has been man, that clickety clacking is really distracting. I'm really sorry. Um, one of the biggest developments has been in how uh, development is kind of the right word. It's been in how Blender has been developed. For a, for, for a, for a, um, uh, an application as complex as Blender, it, you, development becomes an interesting thing. And you, you have a need to properly, you need to fund the development of Blender, it's you know if it's it's if you're not a Blender user, if you've never touched it, uh, I like to describe it, or I have been recently describing it as the Swiss Army sledgehammer of the computer graphics world, because yeah, you can do 3D, you can do VR, you can do video editing, you can write code, you can 
Um, you can edit audio, I don't necessarily recommend it, but you can do painting, you can do animation. You know, it, it's, it truly is a multi-purpose kind of thing. So, uh, to, to do development for a, a, a program, an application that, that's that complex, it has so much that you can do with it and, and sort of give it some guidance and actually give each of the individual components within the software a, a you know, a, the love that it deserves. It's a, it's a, it's a developmental and, and it's, a, it's a managerial and logistical problem. And the solution to this that, that probably the, you know, people, people say, well, you know, the Blender Institute or the Blender Foundation needs to just hire more programmers or, you know, get, 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 get much more programmers for that. And, some of the big news that was put out this year um, at the conference has, that, has been that the uh, Blender Foundation, the Blender Institute, has been doing exactly that by, by way of getting sponsors to do it. Um, but the more exciting thing and the more, I think, sustainable solution is to take the model that a lot of non-creative open source applications have used. Uh, Tom Rosendahl, the, the head of the, the Blender Foundation, and uh, has, has made this point before, and I, I know I'm echoing it, so it's not like it's necessarily my original idea. And I'm sure other people have said it as well. But the, the right solution, in my opinion, the proper solution here is to follow the model of some of the, the non-creative open source packages, like for instance, the Linux kernel, where yeah, you have a Linux foundation, you have a, a sort of a home for the vision, if you will. But a lot of the development energy, that is a dude who's riding by me on his bike with a boom box on his back. That's fantastic. <laughs> Anyhow. The solution for, for a lot of that development is going to be in having production studios, production houses that use Blender on a day-to-day -day basis, have them hire an in-house developer. Basically, take a lot of the open movie model where we have developers in the same room as artists developing the software and then sending those patches upstream, those changes, those updates, those patches upstream. So it's, it's not just local changes for, for the production, you do it and you get, you get the hell out, but you actually have somebody on site who can, you know, take some, some development ownership from what they learn hanging out with, with the artists as they're doing their production, and then everybody in the community benefits from it. That's, that's a, a really good model. And it's, 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 you see a lot of, a lot of people will, will, will balk at that um, with the, the notion that, you know, it's, with the, the, in my opinion, the false premise that your technology, as a, as a production house, whether you're in animation, video game, video games to a degree, but whether you're in animation or video games or VR or uh, visual effects, that, that somehow it's your, your technology that sets you apart. But at this point, Sigraph paper is notwithstanding, and all the new things coming out from that, uh, it's it's not the technology that I mean technology for for doing the type of work that that we do 
is largely a commodity thing at this point. And I'm in a kind of an alley here that echoes a lot, so uh, I'm gonna stop apologizing for the audio quality. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So the software is, in my opinion, largely a commodity thing. The thing that sets a, a production house apart is its people, right? It's not, it's, it's the brains that it's using the software, not the technology itself. The technology is, I mean, basically everybody has access to the same tools these days. Whether, whether they're closed source or open source, everybody has access to the, to the same tools. So if, if you have a developer on site, you know, it's giving you an advantage in that you can, you have a tool like Blender where you have the source and most of it that you need is already there and you're just adding the features that you want. But that's, you know, it's not necessarily a technological advantage, it's just the advantage you have of, of having the source there. Um, it's, it's like being one of the larger studios that, you know, have lots of developers in and they're writing full packages themselves. The thing is that you don't have to write the whole thing, you just have to write what you need and, and ideally send that upstream. And I think that's a great model for creative software in general and Blender specifically. And there's been, a, there's been more of that happening in the last year, which is one of the things that personally has gotten me a lot more excited about the, the course and direction of Blender development. Because it's, it's, it's a proven model from the rest of the open source community being used in Blender's case, and hopefully I'm, I'm hoping that the same can be done in terms of other packages, you know, get, get Krita, get, get GIMP, get Inkscape, these, these tools that a lot of us use on day in and day out for, for the entire production pipeline. You know, there's nothing saying that an, an in-house developer couldn't, Passing cars echo a lot. Yeah, I'm getting to a, a main road here, so we'll see how the recording happens here. That's what my levels are. Levels are levels are holding up all right. And you know, this might not be so bad. So yeah, that's the. Uh, <laughs> normally, there's a lot more people on the road here during the day, so the fact that it's so empty and quiet it does allow me to do this recording, which is kind of cool. Um, I'm probably let's say another 10 or 15 minutes away, and I haven't even really barely cracked into what I was going to talk about, what I had planned to talk about, because I thought I was going to walk a lot slower, but uh, apparently I'm, this whole talking and walking thing has gotten me going at a faster clip than what I normally do. But to that end, let me get back to my point. So this year we've had, <clears throat> Tom's been running around uh, talking to production houses, talking to uh, sponsors for, for getting them to hire developers and those sorts of things. And so we've got uh, sponsorship from we being we being the blender community um, have sponsors like AMD who's sponsoring um, blender development on on cycles and getting it working on AMD cards they've got uh, lulzbot or Aleph I guess is the the parent there doing you know they're 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 doing 3d printers but they're covering uh, development for, for BD3, uh, sort of Blender 101, which is an education thing for getting kids and whatnot to start using Blender for, for uh, those sort of things, so you, simplifying the interface and, and, and that kind of thing, which is really exciting. 
and uh, so you have. But those are those are those are sponsors that are basically producing grants to, that will pay for a developer to work on Blender for a year, and they're 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 basically working for the Blender Foundation or the Blender Institute, depending on whatever model's set up for it. But um, while they're doing that for the, for tech, so they're being paid from Blender as a, the, the Blender's organizations, the official Blender organizations, the money is coming from these sponsors. So that's, that's one way it's doing it. But we also have things like Tangent software, or Tangent software, um, Tangent animation in Canada, who are, I think they, I think they are sponsoring uh, a developer like AMD and, and LF and, and those, but they also have developers on site doing development that's going to help their artists and that the idea is that that product that that code what's useful and cleaned up gets sent upstream as patches to blender proper like they've already they've got <laughs> they've got some cycles uh patches right now in the the patch tracker um that that just need reviewing and so th that model's already working and uh that's a really exciting time you see um it's not just you're also seeing a, a proliferation of um, open source in pipelines, open source as a pipeline for these kinds of studios. So you see, you see Tangent, which has an end-to-end -end open source pipeline. Uh, kind of, and it's really exciting because that's, that's not to toot my own horn. That's the kind of stuff I was doing, which is awesome. And um, then you have. The uh, Mad animation, and I think they're in Italy. I have to double check that, otherwise I'm going to sound like an idiot. <laughs> More of an idiot, we'll say. Um, and they're doing. They've got all Blender production for their for the, for uh, a feature film, a uh, like Cinderella and the Cat, or Cinderella the Cat. I have to remember what it is, but they've got an, they've got a feature length film based on the story, the original story of Cinderella, uh, brought to a, a, more, a modern context. And that's supposed to come out sometime next year, in 2017. Like, the, the stuff that they showed at the Blender conference is fantastic. And I think they've got some on-site development happening, and they're doing great things. Um, so, there, there's, there's a lot of exciting uh, development happening, a lot of studios that are, that are really sort of stepping up and... and following this development model, which is, which is a great, great idea. Uh, straighten my backpack here. All right. So that, that is one of the sort of exciting, newsworthy things coming out of the Blender conference. But we've also got, oh, it gets loud there. So my voice is mostly shot. And this is why I sound kind of a little bit froggy. <laughs> um, and I got to sit and, and talk and sit through a, a number of really cool talks. And I wrote some articles about it la about the Blender conference last year and the really exciting things that that out of the box things people were doing with Blender then that were like just mind-bogglingly awesome. And that was just last year, last year, and this year's no exception. So you see, you know, you always have. Oh, and I forgot to mention Nimble Collective, U.S.-based. They're also using Blender as part of what they do. They're doing development. Uh, there's a gigantic truck backing up. Beep, beep, beep. 
but they're doing it. So I've, I, I should not have failed to mention the Nimble Collective and the list of studios that are doing um, doing production with Blender and open source and, and being part of being part of that conversation. It's 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 really exciting. So, but so some of the fun fun talks and discussions um, about people using Blender you see at the Blender conference. You you see. Uh, uh, this is where it's, uh, it sucks for me because I have not been very good at practicing to keep up with people's names. So I'm going to either murder names or I'm going to completely forget names. And then I'll have to come back and maybe in the show notes I'll put links to the actual talks or, or those sort of things. That way you guys can at least see, see the talks. Because, yeah, this year... Um, the, because there were sponsors, sponsors for the conference and everything, the, the production quality for streaming and everything was way, way higher. Now, those streams, uh, there were some of them that were put to, prematurely put to YouTube, but um, they, they, they were right from the stream and they weren't as high quality as, as what they wanted to put up. And what they were doing is they were recording the footage there, and they're going to take the high-resolution footage they were recording, and that is going to go up on the, uh, uh, what do you call it, YouTube, on the, on the YouTubes. <laughs> I'm also getting to a little bit more populated thing, so people are starting to look at me a little bit more like I'm crazy, because I'm also, you know, you know, it's, people speak English pretty regularly here, but I'm the crazy hairy looking dude walking around talking to himself in English in the place where, you know, everyone, most everyone does speak English, but it's still, you know. If you're going to be crazy, be crazy in the native language, right? <laughs> Don't pay any attention to that. So, you have your, your typical representation at the conference for the people who are in the entertainment industry. You have people who are producing films. You have uh, independent artists who are producing their animations. You, see, you have, there's a lot of virtual reality stuff going on. And the virtual reality stuff isn't just entertainment base actually I think some of the best applications of VR at this point are are in the commercial space for visualization or, or demos of of products and product visualization and that's where a lot of the practical application of virtual virtual reality is 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 going and so it's not just entertainment on that front which is cool because I as I as I, as I regularly say or I guess I used to regularly I regularly used to say at the podcast when I was recording it frequently is that the industry is bigger than entertainment the 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 market for using um, for, for computer graphics in particular is is more than entertainment and more importantly I think the uh, if the my, my own personal career has said has said anything to do with it I'll say that the uh, those positions that that you have outside of the entertainment industry are also uh, more stable. So, um, so you, you had your you have your people doing games. You have your people doing your films. You have people doing uh, and, it, and on a, on a commercial sense, and you have them doing as, as independents. Uh, a couple of people doing visual effects. It's it's good times. It's it's a lot of fun. But you also have representation of people who are using Blender for in in car design, automotive design, industrial design, uh, a lot of like mechanical use there. You have people who are using 
when they're in planetariums for for describing big space things that you know just blow my mind just thinking about them. Oh, big space things. I'm talking about like astrology. It's about astrology, dumbass. Astronomy, astrophysics, uh, and and visualization of those huge, huge data sets there. Because those are just distances that are impossible to fathom. And you have those sorts of applications. You have, uh, of course, you have a lot in the education space. Right? You've got people who are using Blender to teach Blender. You have people doing, uh, I'm trying to remember all of these things in my head here. You have people who are using Blender to teach Python. Like, you use, there, there's, there's a lot of people who are using um, Blender to teach Python coding so you know, you're, to kids. So you're learning how to do programming in Python. You're learning Python as a language, and your platform for learning software development is Blender. And that's always one of, been one of the really cool things, because you can use Blender to give you sort of instant visual feedback for, for these lines of code that you're writing. And you're not, you're not just stuck necessarily in the realm of, this is my code, see how it, see, see, see these words generate other words. You can say, see these, these lines of code, move a cube around to create a, create a monkey or you know any of those sorts of things that you can do as a basic basic starting point within blender that you can't do is just plain python you see people who are using blender for uh research and studies for for helping athletes and and orthopedic uses and, and medicine uh this year they didn't have we didn't have anyone who was doing uh, like BioBlender or the bio, biological scientific visualization, but I mean that's that's still happening. That's still a big deal. Um, you see, you see people who are using Blender for for fashion design, but not just like you know, uh, like 3D printed clothes and and these sorts of things that that get used in Paralympic uh, opening ceremonies, and it's it's. That's one of the, my, my most favorite parts of the Blender conferences is seeing, and you, oh man, and the lightning talks, the, you just, you get a, a, a just this onslaught. This is the head, lightning talks for the, the Blender conference. Um, they happen at the end of the day on the second day of the conference. It's a three day conference, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll say three and a half day, because Monday they have the open house at the Blender Institute, which is super cool, which I'm gonna miss because I have to get on the plane, but <laughs> I'm not bitter. The, uh, well, let's check my battery. We're still recording? We're still recording, hooray! So the, uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. So, oh yeah, lightning talks. So I've been to a number of conferences where they do lightning talks and you know, you basically have maybe maybe half a dozen different speakers all doing a five minute presentation the the blender institute the blender fund the blender conference really really like dials that shit up to 11 you got we basically have like an hour hour and a half of just back to back to back five minute talks and you know people this year is really well organized and they didn't have as much time lost from swapping uh laptops and you get to see you know people in these five minutes 
talks, you see people have their presentations. They're, they've got, you know, a whole list of slides and they're talking about their short films or they're talking about their little projects or, you know, I even had a few minutes where I was talking about blitterartist.com, which, um, blitterartist.org, sorry, <laughs> about where, where I'm a moderator and administrator and about Right Click Select, which I started this year, which, again, I'll, I'll cover that in a future episode because I'm almost at the end of my walk here. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. And, and the cool thing is that like, you know, all of these were streamed live and they're posted up on YouTube. So you guys, like I said, when, I'm, when I get this thing posted online, I'll make sure I have the show notes and post directly to those YouTube videos because they're, they are, uh, as I'm walking right now, those YouTube videos aren't currently up. So even if I, Publish this episode before the uh, the the videos get posted. I'll make it make it a point that once the videos are posted, I'll have a direct link to the actual talks. Because yeah, there there's something special. Is the, the the lightning talks are 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 phenomenal. Because you know my I've been going to the I've lost count of how many like the Blitter conference has been going on for 15 years, and I've lost count of how how many I've gone to. I think. I think this is my 10th, but I don't really know. Um, it could be like two. No, it's way more than two. <laughs> it's more than two, but it's less than 15. So I'm going to round it off and say about 10. And the cool thing is that the talks are great now. And the fact that the talks are, are streamed and they sold out at this conference a year, a month and a half before, um, before go, the go date. So. As, as, as cool as the, the Dabali has been for, that, that venue has been for, for World the Conference, um, I think the, the, like, I think the, the people in attendance is 250. So I don't know what they're gonna do next year because I think there's just more and more, the community's getting larger and people who wanna meet in physical space is, is, has gotten larger and larger and larger. And so I don't know what the plan is for, for future conferences. Because but my, my, one of my favorite things is, I get to come, come to Amsterdam, and I mean, but it doesn't have to be Amsterdam. I get to come to the Blender Conference, and the biggest thing is, I get to see my Blender friends that I haven't seen in a year, and catch up with them and talk. You know, the hallway track is, is as with any conference, that's the, the, the most engaging, most exciting part of the conference. And uh, the Blender Conference is, is, is no exception, but because we have such a, this, this fantastic, hour, hour and a half long lightning talk session, a lot of those, you know, a lot of those hallway discussions that you might, because we have so many people, a lot of those high hallway discussions, they, um, they actually get to happen and you get to see what people have been working on. You know, you might, you might sit in the hallway and talk and say, what are you, what are you working on? And they'll say, you know, I'm working on the short film, blah, 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 blah. But then you actually get to see a presentation, a little five minute presentation about it there, which, you know, or, you know, if you don't get a chance to actually talk about them, I'm on a crosswalk. That's where all the blinking and clicking is. Bing, 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 bing. But, sorry, I'm distracted. Anyhow, um, you actually get to hear and see, perhaps, some of the stuff that, that you might talk about during the, uh, out in the hallway track, but don't get a lot of extra feedback for. Um, or, you know, if, if, because there's so many people, you don't get a chance to, uh, to really, really 
talk to everybody you, you get that chance to to see what they've been up to with these lightning talks and they're again the they're very smooth they're very well organized now and we get some of this it really is some of the most fun you can have just to see what people are doing and um yeah so i'm uh, about to show up here to the train station and while it's been fun talking to myself in, a, in, in dark streets and alleys in Amsterdam as I'm walking back, back home or back to the train station to fly back home. Um, for some reason, it feels awkward doing that when there's a lot more people around. So at this point, I think I will stop talking and I'm sure in a future episode, I'll talk more about the Blender Conference. I'll talk more about uh, All Things Open, which I went to before the Blender Conference, but I'm in Amsterdam, the conference is on my mind, so that's what I wanted to talk about as I'm walking here. And, you know, get myself back in the habit of podcasting and those sort of things and, and, and covering that. And, uh, like I said, I, I, <laughs> I've got so many ideas and thoughts, and, and I always walk away from the Blender Conference super, super excited, super um, inspired. Um, it's, a very, it's, it's a great conference, and, you know, I, I, I can't... I can't um, undersell how I can't oversell. Probably, I can't oversell how special I think the Blender community is, and the the and how Blender is as a piece of software. But really, the Blender community is is by by far Blender's best feature, um, and that's I'm not even exaggerating in that front. And so. Um, I'll have a lot more to say about this in future episodes because, you know what? The Open Source Creative Cod... Codpast. <laughs> That's a great way to sign off, Jason. Good job. The Open Source Creative Podcast is back, motherfuckers. <laughs> and yes, I swear. Anyhow, um, <clears throat> I'm getting to the end of my little walking commute here. Hopefully the audio was good enough to post it up. And one way or another... It's time to get to work. See ya. And that's the end of episode 18. As always, if there's something I say that strikes a chord, you can make a comment on it on the podcast section of my website. That would be monsterjavaguns.com slash podcast. Or you can track me down. I'm Jason Van Gumster. I'm on all, hopefully, your favorite social media sites. Just look for Monster Java Guns. And you can tell me what you think there. I also have an email newsletter that I haven't sent anything on for a year and a half. So it was a very light traffic thing, all plain text. But it's also where you can get in early on knowing anything I'm going to be up to. You can subscribe to that on the sidebar of my website. Also, I want the one last little thing. I want, I really, really want to know your opinion. Uh, I really, really, really want to know your opinion on these walking type of shows and what you thought about the audio quality and that sort of thing. So definitely drop me a line and let me know what you think about that. If you don't see anything else about the rest of the episode, at least tell me what your thoughts are on that. Anyhow, that should about be about it. Get to work, man. Thank you.